Hi everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, and this is Connor. Hey guys. We're going to talk about Better Call Saul, Season 2, Episode 4. It's called Gloves Off, and full spoilers for the episode, as always. This was a solid episode. This was a... There's a lot of Mike in this episode, and we'll save him for a second. So, but let's talk about Saul first. Do, do you know what? Just, just before we even say anything, I think it's interesting that this is probably my least favourite episode of the four. But mm -hmm. it's still an exceptionally good episode of TV. I think I like it more than last week's. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, point stands. Um... So, Saul <laughs> has to go in and uh, show his tape to the, the partners that, you know, the company's at. And they're all pretty pissed. But what I didn't <laughs> expect was that this was all going to immediately blow back on Kim. Yeah, even though she spent all last episode telling us that that's exactly what was going to happen. Well, because... Well, it's because she lied, right? It, had she just admitted that she thought it got the okay, like we yeah. knew... This, you know, she wouldn't have gotten as much trouble. No. So, it was kind of out of left field, just in the sense that, you know, like, she really shouldn't have been in that much trouble. <laughs> but She shouldn't, but... Yeah, it, it's one of those things where they, they told us all last week that this is exactly what was going to happen, and we just kind of dismissed it, really. Yeah, but you don't think it's going to happen that quickly. Like, they... No. It immediately had this effect. That said, though, you know... And the reason why I think this episode was actually really strong, all on the make stuff, which we'll get to, is uh, two scenes with uh, Saul really stood out to me. The first one is when he goes to see Kim after, like, you know, everything goes down, mm. and he's there, and the cleaner tells him where she is. I, like, I felt so tense with him getting, like, you know that way... There's almost this running joke that husbands are too scared of their wives when they do something yeah, yeah. they shouldn't, and they know they're going to get in trouble. It was like that turned till eleven, where I was yeah. like, because not only did they fuck up, not only did they do something to piss her off, he got her demoted. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, you know, at least most husbands don't, you know, don't get their wives demoted at work. <laughs> I mean, you never know. But I just like when he's walking in there and. Like she's so cold to him. Um, it, it just I don't know. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really suspenseful, but not in a oh, typically, you know, not not in a typical suspense way. Usually, suspense is oh, we need to creep past the killer or you know whatever. This was, you know, suspense and a it's very. The, it's the same way. way I felt last week when he was waiting for the phone to ring. It was the same sort of tension. That's that's what I felt then. Yeah. Well, I felt like that then too, so... Yeah, yeah, but it's the same sort of thing where it's something that is such an ordinary thing. Yeah, that... but it's not the exact same thing, because it's... Yeah. It's waiting for the good thing that might not happen, whereas this is going in and knowing that it's bad, but how bad is it? You know that... Yeah, yeah. It's on the opposite end of the, the, the feeling spectrum, if you will. Yeah. Um, One is hopeful, the other one is just completely utter dread. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was well done. I thought it was really well handled. Uh, her reaction worked very well. Um, and the other scene that I thought was great was, uh, and this this was probably the standout scene of the entire episode for me, it was Jimmy going to talk to his brother. Yeah. Because that entire scene 
was like a character analysis of Saul and why his brother the way he is with him. And it's kind of that thing where because Saul's a protagonist, we're always kind of on his side. At the same time, I couldn't really disagree with anything Chuck was saying. It's true. And it was just really well handled, really well acted, and I really, really get into it, especially when Saul is like saying, look, I'll quit being a lawyer. If mm. you just say that I that that'll help let you help Kim get back to where she was, I'll quit. And he's like, well, I wouldn't do that because that's technically extortion because you're one of the employees of the blah, 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 you know, all this legal yeah. stuff. And he's like, but just say it. I won't tell anyone. Just say it. And it's almost like Saul is really trying to bring him down to his level. Yeah. By making him do this deal. Yeah, it does. It's funny because, you know, in, in the scene where they're talking, uh, him and Howard are talking to Kim, mm. he's just sitting there and he looks like a fucking supervillain. Like the way he sat there. <laughs> Just like, like he has complete power. He just doesn't even need to say anything. And yeah. it's this case of trying to, trying to bring him down to almost to a hu- level of humanity compared to him being this force above. Yeah, it's it's funny because he is kind of a dick about it. Like when Jimmy calls him an asshole, I agree he's being an asshole. Yeah, but at the same time, he's not wrong about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just going about it in the wrong fashion. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, like, uh, y'all, I mean, don't worry, he's a flawed character. They're both very flawed characters. Although Saul slash Jimmy, obviously, for obvious reasons, mm. numerously throughout Breaking Bad and this, but his brother's more flawed in a more normal way, almost. Where, okay, you think your brother's like a chimpanzee with a machine gun, but in a law, you know, firm, you know, and like an, as an actual lawyer, you know, your flaw then. Is not trying to help him, yeah, and not be like that. Your flaw is not trying. Like you've just written them off, and are yeah. you know, and that well, that's... it's 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 pride essentially. If you if you're gonna break it down to the traditional sins, it's 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 pride of yeah. how he he feels he's better than him, and he almost doesn't deserve help. And he'd rather talk him out of doing it rather than helping him succeed. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, it's uh, extremely human. And I think that's something I would say for Saul, Chuck, and Kim in this episode. They all felt very human, but that scene in particular really had it home for me. Definitely. So, um, yeah, I think it's one of the strongest scenes in the show so far, honestly. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Um, so it's really getting to the meat of the what these characters are about, what the show's about, and, you know, excellent stuff. But of course... Better Call Saul, as much as it's called Better Call Saul, is almost equally about Mike and his path to where we see him in Breaking Bad. So, let's talk about this. He he is hired by a... Nacho. His name. Nacho. There yeah. you go, Nacho. To kill Tuco, who is a villain we know from Breaking Bad, so we know he doesn't go through with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we don't know how it doesn't go through. You know, we don't know... If does he not do it? Does he try it and fail? Yeah. You can kind of say that about this whole show. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. we know Jimmy's going to end up being Saul, but it's, it's how. Yeah, so... I thought this was another really good sort of uh, humanity-type story where... 
Because it's at the end of the episode when Nacho like says him, "You went through all this effort, you get the shit kicked out of you." You know, because his face is a mess. You see him at the start mm. of the episode, and it sets up like what the hell happens to him, you know? Um, and it bookends the episode seeing him like that. And he's like, "You went through all this trouble, you made half the money. When he gets out of prison, he might come after you. Why did you do all? Why did you do this? It took way more effort, and you did all of that not to kill him. Why?" And he doesn't answer. And it's because at this point, he's just not willing to be a killer. Yeah. You know? There's humanity in there, which we know he does lose by Breaking Bad, because in Breaking Bad, there's several scenes where he does, he does just kill people, I'm sure. I feel like when he gets Breaking Bad, he's, he's, it's not even that he wants to kill, he's just resigned to it. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he becomes some mad killer. He's like, he's still, yeah. a, he's still a very calm and collected guy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's does. like he never enjoys it. It's just he's... He's resigned to this is just what he has to do and who he is, essentially. But he's not crossed that line yet. Yeah. That's the well, thing. He's never well, it that. feels like he's killed many times before. Well, no, he has, but he's done that in the line of duty as a cop, or he's done yeah. it maybe in the military, maybe have been in, I don't know. Don't the way me. he was holding that sniper felt like he was in the Marines. Yeah, 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 because even the fact that he's like sure that he can make that shot, yeah, he's been in the Marines, he's been a cop. I'm sure he's killed people, but he's killed them in the rightful yeah. way, if, if, as you were. Um... <laughs> and it's that's my cats uh, chasing each other um, but no I just I thought that was a, another really good poignant moment at the end was a yeah it's fantastic with a mate keeping his humanity and natural just not understanding it yeah because uh, you know I, I use this phrase a lot when we're talking about this show but he's not he's broke bad but he's not He's not Walter White in season four yet. He's Walter White in season one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a bad analogy, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah, you get the idea. He yeah. still thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so, another scene that I loved was um, Nacho telling him why he wanted Tuco dead and describing what he'd done. Hmm. And I think it works so well because we know Tuco already, and we yeah. know exactly what he's like, and we can we can picture this. Whereas if this was someone we hadn't really had any sort of real connection to it would be harder to get the same sense of understanding that we did yeah this is one of those things where if you're watching this for some reason without seeing breaking bad then it's probably not as anywhere nearly as i mean i guess it works a little because we had tuco in season one briefly briefly yeah like so you know who he is assuming you remember but it it wouldn't have anywhere near the same impact for sure hmm no, solid episode and it's one of these things where I, I forget how few scenes are actually an episode of Better Call Saul yeah not like it, it's only a handful because they, they take their time with each scene they really let it all sink in there's, there's lots of long shots and just conversations that go on for literally six or seven minutes and but they'll never feel never feel that long they never feel boring no no like that, that one between uh, Jimmy and Chuck in his, I'm, I'm sure that's about eight minutes long that scene it goes on for quite a while. Maybe. When he goes, it's starting from when he goes in at night and he's talking to him, giving him the blankets and stuff and the water, cutting to the stuff in the morning as well. I felt it goes on for quite a long time. But you never feel its length, ever? No, no, not at all. So, yeah, Better Call Saul is continuously fantastic. Uh, very little to complain about. I can't really think about it. I mean... Th- if I have any complaints, it's that 
like neither Kim didn't dump Saul and he didn't get fired. It felt like there wasn't very much consequence to his action after that initial five minute meeting. But maybe that's part of the point, is that it affected her more than it did him. Yeah, he, and he, he feels like it. he got away with it, yeah. Yeah, he's the sleazy one, or he's the one that's kind of slimy and gets away with it, but the, the real person, the person who's trying to work hard, <laughs> is the one who gets hit with yeah, it. Yeah, that, that is probably the point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is why he might not learn his lesson. I don't think he will. I think he'll... he'll it's Well, we know he won't. Well, but, we know he won't, yeah. But, you know I mean, but like, like, because of that, yeah, he'll, he'll think, oh, I didn't actually go that badly, and... She did. She didn't. She's gonna get back in the good books once Chuck explains that she didn't know. Mm. So he'll think, ah, oh, there, there wasn't really any repercussions. So he'll just do something again. Yeah. So there you go. Better call Salt. Gloves off. Season two, episode four. That's us for this week.